cell. So last time we spoke about uh, plant cells have a cell wall, they have a big vacuole, they have a chloroplast that has chlorophyll, right? And uh, you could also talk about their shape and what's their function, right? Okay, uh, so we also spoke about how substances enter the cell. So it's very much like if you spray perfume in a classroom, it moves up where there's lots of it to where there's a smaller amount. So we call that diffusion, right? So uh, it, it, it uh, works the very same way in those of uh, plants and animals that moves up where you have lots of it to where you have less of it. So it's called diffusion. Um, why do cells need to divide and surface area? So all this means, eight and nine really means the smaller the cell, the faster substances can enter and leave the cell. If cells were too big, then we cannot exchange uh, oxygen and food and get rid of waste fast enough, right? So we have trillions of cells, and if each cell is very huge, our bodies will also be huge, right? So that's why cells um, are so tiny, because the surface area is small enough for things to exchange very fast. Why do cells need to divide? It's, that is how growth takes place, right? So if you think about when you plant a tree, and you come and look at the tree about 10 years afterwards, you'll see the tree uh, increase in size. Same thing with human beings. So that is how things grow. The cells increase in number, and it also increases in size. Right, we also did a cell cycle, and number 10. We did the cell cycle, and we saw the cell cycle is made up of three main stages. Interface, which is the stage where the cell uh, prepares to divide. So it gets everything in place. So if you want to take one cell and make another cell, you have to duplicate everything you make, right? Obviously. So we spoke about G1, is when everything replicates or duplicates. We spoke about the S phase, which is the uh, DNA replicates. And then the G2 phase is when it gets ready to divide. Then it goes in from interphase into what we call mitosis. So we said mitosis made up of four stages, PMAT. So PMAT means prophase, metaphase, anaphase, phase, right? So we went through all those stages, so look at that. Then we said the last stage is when the cells that are newly made separate. All right, so ship release here now. All right, so uh, cytokinesis, what happens when the cell divides? Uh, so you'll find uh, in cytokinesis, simply means the cytoplasm just separates, and you get two new cells in the animal, but in plants, the cells are already separate. You have a cell plate being formed, right? So you have a, a that is how we get the uh, cell wall forming between the two cells. So we looked at that. Our number 13 and 14, uh, what, is, uh, what this is uh, describing is uh, what happens when your 
the DNA is stored in the nucleus, right? What happens when your DNA is affected by things like high energy radiation or chemicals? Let's say chemicals are smoking or chemicals are preserved food, right? It uh, disrupts and the DNA, which is the genetic material of your cells, and it causes uh, different uh, cells to be made. And those different cells are what develops into cancer cells, right? Tumor. So that's what 13 and 14 is all about. Everything about what happens to the cell and how it forms cancer. Because the, the genes are changed because of uh, what we call carcinogens, right? So we have things like uh, x-rays and UV sunlight and chemicals out there, let's say the tar from uh, cigarette smoking and chemicals from factories and plants. So once you expose, your cells get affected and the cells no longer uh, operate the same way. So they make uh, uh, abnormal cells, which leads to cancer. Right, we also spoke about stem cells. And we said uh, stem cells are a new uh, type of technology being used to treat people with certain diseases. So we said uh, one of the main problems is where do you get it from? And we said the, um, the fetal uh, stem cells, they are the best cells to get, right? To receive from a donor. Because stem cells can make any cell in your body. They are specialized in any cell in your body. Whereas adult stem cells could only make one type of cell, right? And we saw that the stem cells uh, are able to regenerate uh, organs that have been uh, destroyed by diseases. So for example, uh, people's uh, whose heart, part of the heart is not working well, uh, they are injected with uh, stem cells and, and they saw that uh, Parts of the organs are able to regenerate and the person is able to live uh, a healthy life, right? So that, that's the... Uh... Okay, I'm going to have to look here. Okay. Alright, I'll send this to the video. in your body, right? And um, so the fetal ones are the best ones to get because they can specialize it in any uh, type of cells in your body, whereas the adult stem cells are only limited. They only make one type of cells, right, when you put it in. So we were talking about the, uh, the issues with 
get, where do you get the stem cells from? And he said, if you take it from a fetus, you actually destroy the fetus, right? The chances of the fetus dying is very high, more than 85%. Uh, whereas if you take it from an adult, it's uh, not as, uh, as dangerous, right? So that is where the ethics comes in. All right, uh, number 19 and number 20, we talk about uh, we have cells in your body. You have numerous cells. So you have brain cells, skin cells, bone cells, and what have you. But then uh, those cells, so if you take a brain cell, it specializes in, uh, um, like if you take a million brain cells, it forms brain tissue. Or if you take a million uh, skin cells, it forms skin uh, tissue. So we have uh, these specialized cells forming specialized tissues. Uh, we said there are many tissues found in the, in the body. Uh, so epithelial um, tissues like those found on the skin and that forms your skin and the internal lining of all the organs, so like the heart, the inside of your blood vessels, all those are epithelial. Then we spoke about connective tissue, which is made up of your cartilage and your bone and your blood. Right? Then we spoke about muscle and nerve cells. Right? So all those are type of cells and, and tissues that you look at. Alright, All right. so the other one, number 21, we said uh, specialized tissues come together to form organs. So you have so many organs in your body uh, that we looked at yesterday. So you have the lungs, you have the heart, the kidneys, your bones, the muscles, right? They are made up of different types of tissues, right? So if you look at your brain, you have uh, blood vessels which is connective tissues, you have um, the nerves, uh, you have uh, different parts of the body, you have muscles and what have you. So all those different things come together to form organs and organ systems. So organ system is, for example, when you talk about a respiratory system. So if I have to describe my respiratory system, I'll have to start with my nose, then my throat, then my trachea, then my bronchus and then my lungs and my alveolus, right? And diaphragm, right? If I have to talk about my circulatory system, I'll be talking about my heart, arteries, veins, capillaries, and, uh, and so on, right? So remember your organs, uh, connect the organ systems. And you have so many systems in your body. Circulatory, uh, muscular, uh, digestive, all those different types of systems. All right, so number 24, number 25. So describe the pathway of food. So you have to show me the exact pathway. If I give you a sandwich, what's the exact pathway from when it enters your body to when it leaves? So you're looking at your mouth, your, your pharynx, you're looking at your esophagus, the stomach, small intestine, large intestine, uh, rectum and anus. So that's your entire digestive system, right? Um, if you're looking at uh, the pathway for blood, right, you could use the, uh, for example, the heart and lungs as an example, where the, uh, the blood enters the heart, goes to the, so I'll be giving you a, a worksheet in a, in a minute, so you can see those uh, structures that we're talking about, right, so you can just trace the pathway of certain, uh, um, of events that are happening, right? 
Okay, then we spoke about um, now if you go to number um, 30, how are we able to interrelate the respiratory system with the circulatory system? As you know, they depend on each other. So if you think about the circulatory system, it takes blood to your lungs, and the lungs gets oxygen and gives up CO2, and then back to the heart, and then the heart pops into the rest of your body, right? So that is a way in which you have two systems uh, uh, combining together to um, provide uh, a job to circulate the blood and remove CO2 and bring in oxygen. So those two systems go hand in hand, right? Um, number 32, we spoke about the leaf last day and we said uh, the leaf is where the plant carries out photosynthesis. We said we looked at the uh, structure of the leaf and if you magnify the leaf, we saw it has a shiny surface called a cuticle. Just beneath that, it has a layer that looks like bricks. That's called the epidermal layer. And to the inside, we saw some specialized cells that has chlorophyll in them, right? And to the middle of the leaf, we saw something called a vein. So one of the uh, structures in the vein breaks water from the roots to the leaves. And the other structure takes food that is made and distributed to some other parts of the plant. So look at the uh, structure of the leaf and then parts of the, the leaf itself. Okay, we also mentioned some uh, medical imaging techniques. Uh, you, you would have seen that when you did your project. Uh, for example, some of them are limited. So um, you would have seen one called PET, the PET. Let's say you have an obstruction in your tummy. All it does is they inject you with a dye and then they take pictures and they can see if you have any obstruction in those tubes in your digestive system, right? So it's like a tracer. So that's called PET scanning. Um, you will see uh, there are also um, the scanning electroscope. Uh, and that is used to look at the surfaces of very small objects. So, for example, if you want to look at the, the, the uh, surface of a cell or look at the surface of a metal, you would use like a scanning electron microscope to look at things that are uh, very, very tiny, to look at actual parts of them, right? Um, if you want to look at 3D substances, um, you will be using the CAT scan and the MRI. Right, those are more, um, in terms of detail, they give you more information. So you'll find people who have uh, things like cancers, and you want to pinpoint exactly where it is, they will use 3D uh, technology, the MRI and the CT scan, and that will help you locate it exactly, right? And the CT scan machines are so uh, advanced, they could uh, make slices of your body in terms of pictures, so it looks like little slices. So for example, if you want to look inside a brain, or you want to look inside a heart or the kidney, they could uh, assign numbers to where those slices are, and pull up those images, and you can see those uh, images very clearly, right? Okay, um, proper biological drawing, you said you draw on the left, you don't shade, you stipple, and you label to the right. We also said you put a title for your drawing. 
and you also put your magnification, right? So if you look at um, when we do that. Okay, uh, number 35 parts of the microscope. So we said you have the uh, ocular, the eyepiece, you have the uh, objective lens, you have the stage, you have the stage clips, you have the diaphragm that allows the yeah. the light to go in. So That's we have the fine and forced adjustments so we saw that last time, right? Um, and the last thing, I didn't put it on the sheet, but you often note, we also did transplant, so you'll get a question on transplant. And if you remember transplant, you said you can transplant both organs and tissues, and we said one of the problems with transplant is that you don't always get an exact match, you try your best to get us, because each human being is different, right? So that, uh, if a person gets a transplant for the rest of their life, they have to take uh, anti-rejection pills. Otherwise, the transplanted organ or tissue will, will break down. So the rest of your life, there's a balancing act between taking that pill and seeing how your body copes with the new organ, right? And two of the uh, disadvantages is that when you take uh, anti-rejection pills, your immune system goes down, so you're prone to infections and diseases. So that is one of the problems. And if you don't take it, then the organ breaks down and it's destroyed, right? So think about you waited eight years to get an organ, and when you do get it, your body destroys it. So, you know, that's some other problems you have. And then, other disadvantages is the time you have to wait. Sometimes you may not survive waiting for an organ, right? It's a while to get a perfect match. Okay, so that's your review for tomorrow. Um, the format of the test will be multiple choice questions. Uh, you'll get uh, a section where you have to label diagrams. And the last section will be short answer questions. So we ask some questions and some of them are like one word answers, right? Or very short questions and responses. Right. Any questions? Uh, was that something you were asking for? Yeah? All right. Okay. So, uh, so that's it for the review for 